watching prohibition fall down. All right, guys, welcome to the Grove Talk. Top of the week. Top of the week, I guess yeah. I say to you. Yeah. How's it going, dude? How's it going, mm. man? Happy Monday to you. We can give you guys, uh, well, let me tell you what's going on. Keep keep it keep it happy in the show today. This is a Grow Talk show. We're going to help you grow cannabis, uh, marijuana, flower, whatever you like. But today, we're going to cover dab bod. Wait, dab bod? Come on, that's funny as hell, man. You heard of dab bod? This is a dab bod. <laughs> it's using every product we don't approve of and wants to be honest and get the critique. All right. Uh, and then next one here is, can you even tell a russet from a spider mite? Let's cover the basic. Guys, these are pulled from questions, by the way, on dudegrows.com. Then we're going to get into what's wrong. Hmm, what's wrong with GH nutrients? Are you just a hater? <laughs> probably, probably. And can residual chemical newts affect your concentrates? And this question was evolving around making edibles, no? Yeah, yeah. It was a really good question. Got me and Guru talking for a while now. I got him to where I stay. He goes, do you really want me to get into ions? And I was like, all right, I tap out, man. Yeah, if you guys could hear some of the edits in the show, how many times does Guru say, now, do you really want me to get into? <laughs> uh-huh. hey, <sighs> I stop with RNA, okay? Before we do get into the show, um, I will try and get through the show as good as possible. But guys, we have been canceled by PayPal. Um, They're holding all of our money for six months. Uh, we don't have PayPal. Payroll. We don't have any more sponsorship payments. We don't have any sponsor payments. We're operating currently on a zero budget. And I get it when some of you guys in the DDC are people <laughs> like F PayPal. Um, we knew we were running this risk, pushing, you know, trying to push prohibition down, offering seeds uh, in the cannabis arena. Credit card processors are just, oh. You know why I'm not all that? I mean, I'm depressed. I'm bummed out, but I've just got all this weed, man. So you know, how bad can things be, man? Okay, are you just, just don't don't do one of those. It could be worse, or we could be like, yeah, people do hey. put it in perspective. Like, hey, first world problems. No, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something that could be worse, man. I want to come out heavy on you, but you always hear uh, you always have your health, or it's only money. Uh, you wake up in the hospital come a couple times a year, and if your health is something that's in jeopardy, all of a sudden when things like this come up, it's only money, bro. We got energy, we've got friends, we'll make it back, man. I believe yeah. in the crew. We will be working hard behind the scenes to update you guys, but literally no joke. I mean, we, we, we don't even have a way currently to be paying guru. So we got to get this figured out. We're definitely, if you haven't been listening and be relying on the crew here, you guys have stepped up and supported this show. So any of you members, you'll not be having that recurring payment hit from PayPal anymore. And hopefully by the next time you hear from us, we'll have an updated way to help support the show and get things going because, uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't have an operating budget currently. I, I will tell you about the only way you can help the show at this point, and I hope it's not too self-serving, but Real Growers Recharge, a good product. You can go buy it right now. That website is still up, and uh, it all it all goes into the same source, or at least that's how we're going to make payroll this week. So uh, let's do it, man. All right, all right. Come on, man. Tell. Come on. It's like half-hearted, all right. <laughs> Come on, I got big balls of squishy hash here, man. How can you go wrong? I got yeah, balls of it. Hash. Got squares of it. I always used to think this was what good hash was, you know, the gummy stuff. I mean, this would get people really psyched in 2004, man. And this was the shit I was buying in Amsterdam back in the 90s, man. This little crumply crap. <laughs> yeah. This is like a stick of Wrigley's gum, man. Well, I guess I will do the last for a little bit here. You recent members that signed up, Justin from Midland, Casey from Hudsonville, as well as Josh from Fayetteville. 
appreciate it. And we got Teresa, another female DGC, much appreciated from Rochester. Says I'm a new cannabis grower, but houseplant enthusiast. That's how I started, actually. Uh, I love the show and love all the advice that you give. Thanks for everything and keep on growing. So we're that gonna is try, the plan. Man. We're gonna try. One step forward, you know, two steps back. Thanks a lot, PayPal. <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll end it with this. When I was on the phone with them, it, there's there's it's like it's there's no recourse. It's uh, yeah. Uh, what do you guys do? I'm like, we have a cannabis related podcast. Oh, that was probably it. Probably, but I can't see what happened. We won't give you your money for six months, and there's nothing you can do. Thank you. It's the system. I was talking. I went to Verizon one day, and I was like, no, this doesn't make sense. Right? He goes, no, it doesn't make sense. But our system won't let us do it. I don't know what to tell you. And it is like that 2001 Space Odyssey, where the systems, I can't allow you to do that. You know, you so we're doing how. a cannabis podcast here, people. I get it if we we're slinging flour. Partially get it with the rules they have to follow. But man, this makes me feel like we're not pushing prohibition down fast enough. Or being discriminated against. You got people like Jeff Sessions making the rules that we just talked about yesterday. And uh, those folks don't understand cannabis. I was just talking to my buddy Cole in Utah, where I, they just don't understand cannabis. You got people that are, you know, Mormons that never even dreamed of smoking and never even hung out with someone that smokes making laws. And, you know, it's just as dangerous everywhere. It's just as bad everywhere. We'll keep you guys updated. This, uh, this show, uh, hopefully it supported you. We support about six, seven people on payroll here. And uh, we gotta we gotta get going on this, but let's I have, get into the growth talk. I have What's a vocabulary up? word from the ninth grade. It represents dude today. Guru, guru dude is crestfallen. He's crestfallen today. That is a good uh, good word. <laughs> hey, I mean, you spend yeah. I've never seen you so. Dude is the most positive person in the world. Come on, let's talk some <laughs> grow with the crew and, and let's pick it up, brother. Let's pick it up. We're gonna be all, all right. right. Dank nugs because our web host will gladly take our money, even though it's a cannabis site. They'll take your money. Um, I said you're a crestfallen, not bitter, man. Is that what's happening now? Oh, so understood for that <laughs> short, maybe only 30 seconds of why sometimes people might show up at an office building somewhere and Don't go crazy. Don't say it. Don't say it. I wouldn't kill random people. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Just put stink bombs everywhere. Completely get the building evacuated from stink bombs. In the good type of stink bombs, the one that come in the little glass vials. Not yeah, the, I got not those. the shitty ones. Okay. Our Dang hosting dogs. just called. We're canceled. Off of dudegrows.com. This is dripping lilac diesel. AZ Cushman bringing the fire. Posted by, what do we got here? Canna? culture throwback i don't yeah so, i don't like this is az cushman though so i'm yeah, confused yeah. can't have two people on one bud yo all right it says lilac diesel week six now in flower my my how time flies sticky 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 yeah Special shout out to scotty and real growers recharge truly right. an added edge against non-recharged weed all right all right <laughs> Oh, he's got LED 1600 true watts, not some of that shit that, that just says <laughs> equivalent to 200 watts, but equivalent to 1600. Yeah. Um, seven by 10 canopy. He's got a California Lightworks solar storm with UVB and Emerson Sunrise Sunset programs via the Cal Lightworks controller. Okay. Cocoa, 50% per light, 30% Fox Home Ocean Forest, 20. I like that mix. I'll take it. It's, it's like hybrid hydro, maybe. A little ocean forest in there. I don't know, but that thing's working, man. I'd love to have that cut. It's frosty. Uh, his nudes are down to earth, organic top dress, botanic care, oyster shells, recharge, mammoth pea, every other watering, um, light recharge, every feeding versus one big dose in flour for stretch, added down to earth 
Well, okay, wait. For stretch, added down to earth biofish 772 first week and laid off the N, the nitrogen. Um, so what does that mean? Do you, is it, am I missing something there? Is he trying to add something to reduce stretch with the biofish? I guess. I don't. I mean, is that what the high P is for? Is it uh, reduce stretch? Guru, you know anything? I am not sure about using biofish to reduce stretch. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Special shout out to my Discord, DGC Gromies. Much love to y'all for helping us get the med grow off the ground. Truly a can of community. Last, dude, I just got to these pictures after uh, narrating. It goes, last pick of the bottom of her fans, trim destined for the Magic Buttermaker. And this is a good example here of this bud. Did he say what week he was in? Um, I don't think he did, but I don't know if he's close week, to done. Week but six this is now in the flower is what he says. He said what? Week six in flower is where he's at. Okay. Definitely frosted out. Maybe not the big, the big buds, but juice trichomes everywhere, which I believe is great for extraction, regardless, as far as people that sometimes don't like the big dense bud, but more surface area. Yeah, I'm a trike farmer, bro. You got that shirt? <laughs> I need it. Need it. Oh, I just thought about how you can't buy any DGC merch right now. All right, moving on. <laughs> Come on, got- dude. Dude needs a hug. We got uh, <laughs> Grow Talk, official of twogrows.com here. Come on. This one is titled Every Product You Don't Approve, or Using Every Product You Don't Approve of by Dab Bod. Yeah, I think I've got a Dab Bod. All right. What's up, dude? Love, what's up, dudes? Love the show. Had a couple questions. I've heard you all say Mars lights are not good, or just is it just because they're not made in America? America. Ooh, I'm just going to go with both. <laughs> Anyways, I have two Mars SP-150. I dropped a picture of its specs. Please let me know what you think. I got, okay, let's just do that. We can see his Mars hanging here. And what's up with the specs? I mean, his plant it looks nugged up. I'll call yeah, that yeah. nugged up. So what are those three lights? Guru, can you help me understand what those three lights are? I see a blurple in the middle and then two bright white LEDs on the edge. So I don't, he doesn't say what the one in the middle is. So there's no way to just from this picture be able to right. tell what that is. And then the two white LEDs, he's saying he got from Mars Hydro, and then he included uh, the specs for it down at, like, the last picture. It says that it's 2.35 to 2.57 U-moles a joule, uh, and it's 140-watt light for $140, which that translates to a dollar a watt of LED. And just to put it into perspective, that rapid LED bar you just got, dude, is 84 watts, and it was, like, $160 retail. So $2 a watt versus $1 a watt, I would call into question the numbers that Mars is putting Like who's up doing the testing up. for Mars here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be my main question. I wouldn't actually believe that that is a 2.3 or to 2.6 umol per joule light. Yeah, watts are measured differently on Mars, man. Yeah, I I could be wrong though. You never know, but I I would be very suspicious of that $140 price point. And what, we're not saying that Mars LEDs can't grow weed or can't grow good weed. Um, it's just that for the same amount of money or more with better quality LEDs, you're going to get more every time you harvest. And LEDs are something you're going to be running for the next five or 10 years. So I would rather put in a little bit more up front to have better harvest for the next 10 years. So what do we look for when I'm looking on Amazon and I see this Mars 300? How do I know if it's good or not? Um, well, this is kind of just knowing LED brands because Mars has gotten smart and actually started including, albeit probably fake numbers with their LEDs. They're putting actual UMOL per joule ratings and uh, including the true wattage of the light. And so it's kind of hard. It's getting harder and harder to tell now. Could Mars Hydro have, what is it, Mars, I don't know what the hell it is, but could they have caught up and be putting a decent light out now? 
I mean, this guy's growing nugs. I mean, that uh, light uh, light is the energy. And those are some fucking nugs right there, man. I ain't going to lie. I, I, again, I'm going to say it's not that it can't grow weed. It's that these could nugs could be chunkier from having more light for the same amount of wattage. Now, let's look, make sure it's not a good from far, but far from good kind of thing. Because I am i can't really get super close to the nugs. I see a lot of chunky nugs. I don't see anything that's uh, super looks like it's actually finished. It's a single auto flower too. Oh, is that one in the auto? Mm-hmm. It maybe looks like it could have gone for a little while longer. Um, the the plant looks decent. All I can tell you is is what I've learned from growing. I started with deep water culture. It's what uh, happens when that marge like quits. So you can get some good service too. Sorry, I interrupted you straight up there, Scotty. But yeah, I mean, there's a, if it's a decent light on a budget. More power to you, man. It looks like he grew some chunk with it if it didn't cost him very much and he's just going for the short run. I do see what Guru's saying. Hey, don't forget, some people have 200 bucks. It takes them a shitload to save it up and they're super psyched about getting that Mars 300. You know, for, it's five, what, 500 bucks for an equivalent really good light, you know, for, uh, you know, something from HLG or something like that. Well, no, if you were going to match the wattage of a 550, you would need four of these at $140. So pretty close price, price wise per watt. Gotcha. With HLG. Yeah. I mean, this is three lights he's got in there, but the plants look chunky. I will say about deep water culture, you're, you know, trying to keep something alive on life support. And you know, you hear me talking about micros. It's supposed to be encased in soil. There's a rhizosphere, which is where the soil meets the, where the roots meet the soil. There's a whole bunch of uh, microbial activity that goes on there. Nutrient uh, extraction. Uh, it makes like, uh, gosh, they make like growth promoting hormones. It makes all sorts of really amazing things that push the plant to grow that when you're in deep water culture, you don't have access to. So I'm against deep water culture. I think your plants would uh, uh, just look better and uh, taste better with with uh, using some kind of soil, even if it's cocoa and micros, some kind of soil. I know you like coincidences, Scotty. So while you were discussing this, and yes, ho- hopefully that helped dab bod. Um, I was just grabbing, actually, I got to announce the winner of the $300 seeds here now, um, this show. Uh, but I also came across an email, no joke, where, um, this, what is this, Mars LED? Yeah. Yeah, they emailed us. They said they liked our YouTube profile and like to offer us 10% commission, my friend. We're fucking broke, man. Hey, you know what I said about Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, all right. Fair enough. That's probably the hardest I've laughed today. Hey, oh. you mind if I say one more thing about he's asking about his newts? And you know what? We'll get into it later. We'll get, I'll, I'll save it, man. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to pull it into we have a uh, actually, this is on lighting. I think this is a co- comment over from YouTube from Grow Prodigy. Is that where you grabbed it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was uh, <laughs> Guru's always right, by the way. But it just talks about, remember, we were talking about that. Uh, we were evaluating that one LED light. I'm not always right. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it says Guru's right. Uh, the 3100 Kelvin is for flowering. For both lights, mixing the 3100 and the 4100 is good. But if it's for flower and you want them sexy hard nugs, I'll <laughs> tell you from experience, growing 4000 Kelvin in flower definitely brings the frost and tighter internodal spacing. Uh, but what no one tells you is the bud gets extra leafy. Now, that's just Grow Prodigy telling us what he knows, but I find that to be good information, man. Thank you, sir. I mean, and it's 100% true. Um, oh, now he's the, 100% right. That's what you guys are doing. Depending on the spectrum of the light the plant is getting hit with, and you can kind of think of it as the spectrum of the light changes naturally outside as we go through the seasons. Right. Um, and days get shorter. We get more red light as you go into fall. Um, it, 
having 3100 Kelvin light or a more red spectrum of light that gears it more towards flower development right where the the higher bluer lights are going to influence it to uh, like promote leaf development and when more leafy growth on the plant so it just makes sense that having a light with a lower Kelvin rating in flower and more red light is going to be a bit more beneficial to you so danker, but more leafy. So that would be all right for extracts. And it is leafy more dank, though? Not for, or <laughs> I guess for extracts, yes, because you get more surface area. Right. Depends but on what's on the leaves, my friend. Exactly. Yeah, I'm <laughs> thinking about that Mac. Remember how frosty the Mac leaves were? That was awesome. All right, I'm going to move it on to the next grill to a question called Yikes Mites. Oh, man. Chris Knight. <laughs> Hey dudes, new to indoor growing, I'm experiencing some problems with russet mites. My question is this, I've released ladybugs in my flower closet, which is a two by four, and veg closet, which is a two by three. I'm currently flowering a blue cheese plant in soil, and in, I'm vegging an incredible bulk plant, okay, in DWC, deep water culture. If I continue in deep water culture, will that help break the life cycle of the mites, and ultimately rid me of the mites? Any help is great, appreciated, love you, show. Thanks, Chris Knight. Chris with a K. Um, DWC doesn't have anything to do with what you got going on with any type of mites, first no. of all. Uh, you know, I will say that when I talk to my buddy who's a great grower in Florida about what his pesticide program is, he tells me grow full, healthy plants, man. Just because you put an N, P, and K in a plant doesn't mean it's healthy if it's totally lacking, you know, all those micros that they get from microbes. So yeah, I mean, we were talking the other day about the microbial community that lives on people mm -hmm. and the same thing goes on in soil. And a lot of those microbes are able to, they don't just stay on the outside of the plant. Uh, they get into the plant with their hyphae and they'll, they'll biologically change the way the plant functions. Um, and it starts to put out more exudates, but it also like uh, they can bulk up the plant's defenses too. That's what it's about, man. It's about these what secondary metabolites? Is that what you call them, Guru? The smells, the the smells that the plant puts it's out. Everything not driving plant growth that the plant is doing. Yeah, plants can either look strong, like you don't want to fuck with it, or you, the bugs will go mess with the weak one. And and, and bugs can sense that yep. by the Smell. different the different smells that the plant's putting off. So I just want when you're doing deep water culture, I know I keep on crapping on it, but it's because you're missing uh, all the little things, all the micro. Micronutrients. I don't say micronutrients. They go in there, but uh, uh, yeah, just the microbes do something for you, and you're really missing that in deep water culture. So when you tell me it's being attacked by bugs, and bugs like plants that are have high nitrogen content and uh, in their their plant fluids. Um, so if you in DWC, it's easier to get more nitrogen into the plant quicker. Uh, if you over nitrogen fertilize your plants, you're opening yourself up for uh, bug infestations. Yeah, so we're just saying there's certain things that you can do, that, uh, you know, just nutrient wise, that will open you up to an infestation. Growing a plant that's weaker, uh, where its immune system is compromised, however, however you want to look at it, uh, that's opportunity for the bugs to uh, to go on in there. But this one I thought was cool. First off, thank thanks you. to Killzone, he doesn't have rust at mites. Yeah, I was going to say thank you, Killzone. You know what, man? I can still give away free recharge, right? They can't stop me from that. <laughs> I don't know if I've given you one yet. I appreciate all your comments. I see, I see you killing it, Killzone. So thanks so much, and thanks for giving this guy good news. Because you see what he says. Yeah, it's basically you got to identify what you got first. And after further, you know, getting the scope out and using the proper magnification, you can see, I can see russets with 30 times, probably want to use 60 times. You don't know what you're looking for. But he's, he's like, yeah, Chris Knight's like, I got spider mites, man. I just did a bunch of reading on these guys. 
I think I can handle him. Yes, spider mites versus russet mites any day. He's four weeks in the bloom, uh, so he'll still have time to take care of them. And I would four weeks in the bloom. If I'm trying to take care of spider mites, I wouldn't. If you want to do some sprays, depending on what they are, I'm open mm. to that. You still got a whole another hopefully month of flowering time at least. Uh, so no, I'd be I certainly wouldn't put neem oil in there, man. No, no, I don't like the neem necessarily at any time in bloom as much. So. Right, right. But identification know. was the point of this question. Don't assume you got this, that, and then potentially even treat for something you don't have or waste your money and identify and always be looking at your leaves, undersides as well. Hey, I was reading a couple comments online, and I do want to say, I, I can't remember if it was this one or, or another question, but they were talking about using ladybugs as a defense or as a, you know, to go there and eat. Uh, what the hell am I trying to say? As a beneficial predator. God, that guy, okay. this, this hash is getting me, man. Uh, ladybug larvae are the ones that eat the mature ladybugs. If you just throw a bunch there of There's usually always a better choice for indoor growers, in my opinion, as far as beneficial insects for, for spider mites. But you, you're, you got an opinion? Have you used ladybugs indoors? Uh, yeah, I have. A lot of them fly into the lights if you don't have air-cooled lights. You can get them in the bud, et cetera. They will eat what's there. But I believe predator mites, if you're going to go that angle, I would prefer more to use predator mites. Agreed. On spider mites, if I'm far enough into bloom where I don't want to spray anything, I've done that where I get a couple of vials and I buy so many. It's like technically agricultural terms on the vial. It's like this covers like almost a half acre and I'm putting it in my four lighter, you know. But then again, I did have a customer, one particular customer, I remember, because he'd always come in on his motorcycle and he would get 10,000 ladybugs at a time every time. Like, what are you doing, man? He's, He's like, doing something man. weird. He was going back to bed and doing something weird with them. <laughs> At the, no, at a certain point in flower, he usually would get spider mites. So he just releases the 10,000 ladybugs and he's like, then I'm good till the end, till harvest. I'm like, all right, it's working for you. It's working for you. Huh. Just do the ladybug because they just eat, eat everybody. They eat each other after there's no more bugs. It's pretty cool. All right. We got a grow room hack, man. You guys getting them up. Uh, DudeGrows.com. Under growing, there is a section called Grow Hacks, and it's pretty cool, actually. If you guys got some type of simple grow hack, a way to save money, uh, love to see your posts up there. We're trying to feature more in the Grow Talk show. Yeah, this Terp Ptarmigan, man. Terp Ptarmigan, Grouse Grows. How do you know? Which one do you go with? I, I go with Terp, man. How about Terp Grows? Oh, grouse I, Terp. I just love the... Uh, isn't there a... Si yeah, there's a silent P in there. That's fucking... I only know it... Because the only reason they know how to pronounce that is because it's the name of a ski lift at Loveland Ski Area, I believe. All right. Teach me how to pronounce it. Ptarmigan, I believe. All right. Deal. I'm just making sure I'm doing it's good. Ptarmigan. <laughs> anyway. All right. This is cool, Scotty. You've done this before. Basically, it's my style. First, it was, hello, good day to all the DDC family. I need to make some changes <coughs> to a seven and a half foot by 14 foot long flower room. Draining waste bins and cleaning them can be a pain in the seat cushion. Or ass, if you will, or arse. arse. <laughs> I like seed uh, Plus the height I lose from using them. I've been using low-end pond liners on my tables for over a year now, and they're doing great. So that got me thinking, let's do the floor in quality 45 mil EDPM. What is that? Isn't that dance music? I, you know what? It's good music. I know that, man. It just makes me move and groove. What is EDPM pond liner? I know what pond liner is. Hey, some EDPM? kind of plastic, man. Okay. Yeah. Pond liner, man. You because my thinking is that should stand up a lot better than the low-end stuff. So this is a really cool way. And he and he also is going to put two drains on here 
He's talking about how you need to do a slight slant. You did almost the same setup, right, Scotty? Yes, I did. I do this with a lot of places, man. It's what I would do, actually, if it didn't have, you can see there's a little divot in the center where there's a floor drain going in. Mm -hmm. You can build this out of like two by eights or two by sixes and, ply and plywood and then build this as a, I guess they call it a subfloor on top. And it allows you to just have a drain. So you can just walk over and water your plants with a, with a hose. It's wonderful, man. Move them all around. You got tons of freedom in this thing yeah we always preach man if you guys have the opportunity to have a drain in or near mm -hmm. your grow room at the very least it's badass and helps a, a lot with different things yeah and you can learn how to put a drain in on youtube it's literally cutting a circle out of the out of the center of this thing and and screwing a drain on there that you can buy from home depot so it's a little bit of sloping the plywood and everything and making sure that it falls down to the drain but if, yeah if i prove to you anything man it's that we don't need no freaking slope man <laughs> right don't even get me started <laughs> inside joke huh yes scotty yes. the plumber yeah what can you do you have Good to have a front Florida. <laughs> you have to have a front when you're growing all right man all right, so moving on. You know, when I first started dating my wife, uh, I went over to her mother's house and she introduced me as a plumber. And then she asked me to do a job. She was like, hey, can you come help me? My faucet's leaking. And I showed up with like my car and no tools. <laughs> the, the jig was up, man, pretty quick. Well, that's also you showing like, oh, I thought you were just calling for something else. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can play that a lot of ways. The old plumber shows up. There's so many jokes with that, right? Oh, Easy man. Dude, I want to your live future it. wife's mom? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What channel are you on. watching, man? I do want to live in your world for a while, man. Sounds good. Will Seeds Be Okay by Stone Troutbum here. It says, hey, did you see? I got some seeds coming in tomorrow. They'll probably be delivered around 1 p.m. And I won't be home till 7.30 p.m. Tomorrow's high will be 25 Fahrenheit. My plan is to bring them in so let's see here. They're going to sit. Okay. If they're delivered around one. Wait, you said uh, 25 Fahrenheit? Yep. Hey, yep, Guru, yep. help, 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 uh, dude, convert that to Celsius, please. Uh, <laughs> that's like under zero, negative. It's five. under zero for sure. <laughs> negative four. Um, just kidding. So they're going to sit out there for like, what, five, six hours? He goes, I put, I, he says, I'm going to bring them in and put a fan on them so they don't get any condensation on them when they hit the warmer, more humid air in the house. Any other precaution? He goes, after five minutes or so, I'll throw them in my collection of seeds in a Ziploc bag with some decedent pack. Yeah, decedent packs, uh, packets and store in a dark place. Okay, what do so you think? It, you know, I think that as long as, and Guru helped me out here, but we were just, when we were at the seed bank, they were talking, as long as there's not moisture in the seeds, then you can store them and you can get them really cool. Oh, I mean, they, they had seed storage and liquid nitrogen. Yes. Um, well, he's worried about them getting cold and then they're going to come back up to temperature. So for whatever amount of period, let's say you're ordering seeds, I guess there's no guarantee they're not going to sit on the back of some semi delivery truck for an overnight and colder temperatures than this maybe, right? Yeah. yeah but seeds, seeds, you have to realize seeds are Resilient. biologically made to be able to last a winter after the plant that they came from fell down and died. You can even eat them and shit them out and start a plant. Yeah, exactly. See, it happens. Like that, that's how they started cultivating <laughs> corn for the first time because they were they were dragging it back to their like huts. Too graphic, and man. The one the corn kernels that fall off obviously uh, aren't made to stay on the the cob, right? And the ones that stayed on further made it all the way back, got eaten. People shat it out in their poo pile. They'd find a corn plant would be growing, and it would have more likelihood that the corn kernels would stay stuck to it. It's just part of how we unknowingly genetically modified corn to be able to be cultivated. So, 
According to Guru's corn poop knowledge, stone trout mum, you are good to go. We have talked about bringing seeds down to temperature and then back up. You've said, Guru, they don't take them in and out of the freezer. But one temperature swing from being this delivery up to your cool space, a viable seed should be okay. It's just when you're going to repeat repeatedly, you're going to lose viability into the deep cold, back out of it, in it, back out of it, right? Exactly. Damn right, you better say exactly. <laughs> it's not a, I made this one, I called, I named this one real quick because I thought it was real quick. You're going to be okay, man. That was brought to you by Seeds Here Now, by the way. Coupon code DUDE. 10 over there and i can't tell you how i feel for some people like james bean too they're, they're in the same situation this damn cannabis business and trying to make some money with it with by using legit credit card processors and all that it's uh yeah i'm just feeling down about it you can tell but i feel for uh them having to do their creative shit just to stay in business so give seeds here now some credit they got great genetics over there the coupon code dude 10 across the site and heck man maybe we should just give away the 300 seeds here now credit sounds about right right oh what are you doing man dude dude you're gonna be all right man you're not giving everything away are you it's a bad no. sign no but you members uh everybody that supports this show at ten dollars a month is automatically entered in the giveaway uh so i'll just do this now because this is a random pick and i know this guy uh canna fam dynamics okay what what is going on, buddy? We're gonna you're gonna go over seeds here now and just shop around. Three hundred dollars, pick what you want. I see him can of fam the next, I believe, at the uh, the throwdown, in Portland, my friend. Was that really random, man? I want to know, man. It, <laughs> it it's random, dude. It's definitely Bruce Banner's in charge of it. I've seen him do it. Uh, good to go. Right, so just checking, man, because I felt like I should have won at some point, man. Yes, yes, you can win next. Okay, if you didn't get those seeds, guys. The door prize. We're always trying to keep seeds. I don't know what's going up this week. We've been distracted with figuring out what we're going to do business-wise, but we will always have seeds on dudegrows.com as the door prize is where, I mean, always is, I guess I'm being recorded, Scotty, but as long as I can tell, uh, every week we've been doing a free pack of seeds that anybody can enter. We don't care if you're a member, yep. you're a Dude Grows user on the site, anybody can enter that through the raffle copter on the homepage, social share to win. A uh, great way to get some exposure to the show. So CanFam Dynamics, you know who you are. Drop me an email. Let's get you this Seeds Here Now gift card. Dude, I'm doing a real quick, man. I promise I won't hijack nothing. But Warehouse Kyle and them are using, making bubble hash out there. This is pretty much a really great illustration of why you'd want a freeze dryer. That's what it looks like when it comes out of, of the uh, washing machine. And then by the time it dries, it oxidizes to this. I mean, that's a, such a huge difference. It's literally from, you know, blonde to, I don't know, brown. And no. for not having a freeze dryer, that's beautiful. pretty good. That's pretty good bubble hash, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, dude, beautiful over here, man. It's squishy. It's good stuff, man. It actually tastes delicious. I've been enjoying it in bowls. Probably going to take these and steal them. But uh, I just wanted to exemplify it because we're always talking about freeze dryers and whatnot. And you can just, the colors are just dramatic, striking. <laughs> Striking. <laughs> all, all right, right I'll take it. That's all I'll you got. Take. All right, let's come back here. Another Grow Talk question. GH Newts by H8 Plow. Or maybe I could say Hate Plow. I don't know, man. Who likes to plow? What up, DGC? While listening to Grow Talk 933 this morning, dude, a few times made a comment about GH and it's general hydroponics and would make a reference that Guru would say something is there oh and made a reference 
that Guru would say something. Is there something going on with GH that some some of us don't know about? I went back in episode 918, I think, and re-listened to all of them to see if I missed something, but I didn't. I just popped a cherry pie seed from Rob at I Love Growing Marijuana and we'll nice. using general hydroponic nutrients, and I want only the best for this strain. It's my first time growing a photo. Last two runs have been autos, and she'll be scrogged under an HLG 550R. What nutrients do you guys recommend? I was thinking about Nectar of the Gods. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Nectar of the Gods. Okay. Man, I I do have an opinion on this, which is I don't know much about Nectar for the Gods or whatever. You know, I don't know much about it. I know people have success with it. I know it's pretty expensive, but I'll say whether it's GH three part, or I know people were talking about Dynagro or all these three parts, they're all boutique nutrients that get your, you get your basic building blocks, your NPNK. A lot of times they're all derived from the same, uh, you know, base chemicals. You know, base Shit, not even most of the time are they derived from the base, base, same base chemicals. They got bought from the same company. <laughs> You're right. And that is, that's just big business buying everybody. But uh, yeah, so I guess just what I wanted to bring up in this GH is a good, clean nutrient as far as, uh, it, you know, yeah, consistent. He was saying that they use it in NASA or whatever. One of the <laughs> best growers I know uses GH three part yeah, as, the- as their nutrition or their in. They have fire genetics and fire weed. Yep, and fire technique, man. That the people that uh, won the DGC Cup use GH three part. So there's it doesn't have anything to do with the GH though. But go ahead. There's there's okay. I'll let you go. I just I was thinking the why you probably uh, don't dig them or why we don't really recommend them is because where the money goes. We always talk about voting with your dollars. The money goes to the same people that own Monsanto. The guys that own Bear Pharma is where that money trickles up to. Yeah, I just pull here the Hawthorne Gardening Company. You know, just to say directly. Why I don't like this. They acquired all kinds of shit. They put businesses out. This is uh, out of a news article here. They're talking about what they're going to do in 2019 to try and get more um, value in their company. It goes cost cutting throughout 2019, including closing locations and eliminating duplicate jobs as it integrates into one billion. This is Hawthorne Group, one billion worth of acquired companies. Right. The acquisitions are now on the same IT platform as the parent company, and we'll see other benefits from being part of the larger organization. Um, and they said also part, part of the profit, the lower profit was by design to win customers. We're beating, this is quotes from the CEO, we're beating the crap out of people. We're taking market share and they're doing that by offering huge discounts that nobody can compete with. In a nutshell, it's about the, the, the big business and how I've seen them come in. And some people like to be bought out and some people just say this is how it works. Well, but- yeah, we're either going to buy you or we're going to drive you out of business because we can disc- we can go buy your competitors and just discount the hell out of things until you're out of business because we have deep, deep pockets. And then we'll raise our prices again. Maybe even And higher. just to let you know, they want to get into, uh, on the Scott's Miracle Grow end of it, Jim Hagerdorn, who runs that company, I believe, um, came in and said, hey, we're gonna, we, we're, they're gonna try and be the biggest player in hemp production as well. And just a quick quote, and then we'll go back to the show. Right. This is out of Jim Hagedorn. It goes, we're doing some incredible work on the hemp side to make sure we are not handing business over to the corn guys. We understand that market better than any farm boy does, and we intend to compete aggressively there. So look out, hemp growers. I'm on for you. Be careful what you wish for, at least, you know, federal legalization and whatnot, because you're gonna have those guys to compete with. And it's not always about also guys like I'd rather support a cool company like Ramo Nutrients. I don't know if I see GH doing much for this industry. And I said, I, I disagree, Scott, if you're using GH Botanic Care, 
Ramonutrients, maybe it'd be different with BioBiz. I don't know. It's more about the strain, the grower, the environment. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I will go synthetic newts. When it comes to organic newts, you you probably really does have to do with what's in there. I can't. I don't know enough to evaluate organic nutrients, and I don't know that there's organic nutrients that come in a bottle. I'm not sure that that's the way there it's are. done. I'm sure there is. I'm not sure that's the way it really should be done, though. Uh, or whatever, true living organics, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm following you. Oh. Uh, Anyway, but uh, synthetics, it's all very similar things, man. Marketed really slick. We saw advanced nutrients uh, and they came up with these fancy bottles and the guy had a big Hummer, which was the most ridiculous car I've ever driven in. <laughs> but There are uh, different grades of synthetics available, though, to some of these companies and definitely some companies, just so some people would be crying foul. Sure use lower grade like there's well, there's nutrients in the synthetic range synthetic range that are better than others right you can source your phosphorus food input grade and the pharmacopoeia grade yeah and by and, the and for something that i'm going to be smoking and inhaling and ingesting in my lungs food grade uh no i want pharmacopoeia grade you're you're gonna you're gonna want high grade nutrients that are not going to have uh excess heavy metals left over in them and that's that's, that's what sepa- that's what separates those grades food grade yeah. food grade has uh more heavy metals in it than the pharmacopoeia grade does. Yeah, but ag grade is loaded with them. Food grade is is very clean, man. One last thing is that price, the the way things are priced really does make a difference. Uh, Advanced Nutrients came in. They put things at a super high price, ton of marketing. Uh, It worked. It worked for years and years and years. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know that. uh, I think that a lot of people are deceived by that. I think it's all very similar, though. Yeah, but if you got hot chicks on the label, man, I'll pay seventy nine ninety nine for that bottle of Big Bud. What do you got? <laughs> I do. I do think it's about absorption. Nope. I know. I know. I sound like a broken record with this, but getting the right amount of nutrients, the right proportions, and getting them to do the right things to make these biostimulants, to make these uh, growth hormones, and to deliver those to the nutrients—that's what you want. And uh, that's why I was kind of crapping on deep water culture because you're missing a huge aspect of growing. So I will say, any of these nutrients will work well as long as you got a healthy rhizosphere. What about NFT, man? Can I do nutrient film technique? Uh, you can if you're going to, you know what I mean? As long as everything's perfect and then don't expect to get something that tastes like, uh, you know, a real piece of lettuce or a real bud. It's going to taste different. Aeroponics. I'm like, man, that's even more fresh. Like once your misters die. You don't that's have what deep time. water culture basically is once you get it going with, a, I guess it's bubble ponics, but. You know, it's oh, yeah. I'd love to see my buckets look like a hot tub with a big air stone kicking in it. All right. I've done it so much. I've broken the roots before. I'm like, damn. All right. Too much. All right. <laughs> well, let's move on here and go to uh, what's going on in your grow. I guess you've got something going on since you're making some hash. and Yeah. I just uh, trying to clear the grow out. I've got uh, all the bubble making machines in there and whatnot. We actually, the show was delayed because we had them out here. We we're making some content hanging out on Instagram. But uh, yeah, we're just bubbling everything up, trying to condense it and uh, smoking some good hash right now. Just kind of playing around with it. So that, that's what I got in my grow. Uh, I, I know you've been a doubter, bro. I was talking to soup. We're getting it going, man. We're getting what, our, what are you getting going? We're getting the uh, grow going with the two by four tubs, man. Oh, okay. You're going to do like the what, the Home Depot plastic tubs or whatever? Yep. Already got those going. Already tested you my system. should have made them out of wood. It's just more pleasurable on the eyes. Yeah. Wood always just holds water great, man. Can always, <laughs> you know, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. You keep us in the loop on that. Uh, right now, my grow is just in the planning process on hold. I got to get my two by four gorilla grow tent 
which by the way, they're a friend of the show. You any all any all growers out there picking up Gorilla Grow Tens coupon code Dude will help you out over there and uh, get things set up. So grow is on hold for a minute. I'll keep you in the loop, of course. But we do have magic microbes coming at you. <laughs> what, what's that? Has anytime I say magic microbes, I'm thinking about tripping a little bit, but. Yeah, you know what? I've just been playing around with it. I've been reading this micro book. It said something I found really interesting. It goes, dude, the Earth's 4.6 billion years old, right? And it's incomprehensible. And I, I can't comprehend 4.6 billion years old. Can you? Mm, it's hard. So the it's guy, a long time. Yeah, so the guy goes, I'm going to fucking help you. I'm going to put it into a single calendar year for you. So right now we're hanging out. It's like just about to hit midnight, right? On December 31st, right? End of the year. They say, dude, nine seconds ago, fireworks were invented. And I mean, think about it. You know, it's like the ancient Chinese a couple thousand yeah. years ago. That was nine seconds ago, man. Humans have existed for about 30 minutes. So on, on December 31st at 1130, humans show up, man. Uh, they say till the 26th of December or the 26th of December is when dinosaurs, the asteroid hit and was extinct. I mean, that's literally four days before New Year's, man. That's such recent history, man. Yeah. They talk about flowers and mammals that evolved in December. They said November, like plants and, and fish started showing up. I mean, November, you know, you're thinking about Jan January is the beginning of the year. And they were just talking about like everything before they were saying October to like March to October. So basically think about it. Most of the existence of this earth, single celled organisms, i.e. microbes, man. That's why the fuck they're everywhere. That's why they're inside us, using us as a damn spaceship. I think they're you know? the original habit. Like we're just like controlled by them. We're yeah. just their vessel. Like, yes. I think we're... They're the original occupants, the and we're just yeah product of them. To, they're using us, Scotty. And just evolutionary, evolutionarily, I, like I guess. That. Yeah, they uh, they've had so much more time to evolve so on planet much. Earth too. Like, they, they like think here. about it. What humans were thirty minutes, yes, thirty been, minutes ago, they've been here that whole year. They've been here since March. I showed up at the party at eleven thirty on midnight, and I think I'm gonna out, <laughs> I think I'm gonna outsmart these guys. It's amazing. That was a very interesting got. time perspective. We got anything else on here? Nah, that's what I got, man. That's it, man. That's it. They got two oh, billion years on us. In bro. all reality, though, time is just really how you perceive it. So, well, why are microbes inside me and all over me, man? They know. They know more than I know, man. All right, you guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed that show. Definitely share it. Help promote this show. Like, sus uh, subscribe, share. And stay freaking tuned, man. We got a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, like I said, we literally have a zero operating budget. And uh, yeah, I just never thought PayPal would hold on to all your money for six months. See, that's what you got to do, man. You think the lowest of people, man. And then when they do it, you're not let down, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking they would take us over at some point in time, man. But we will figure out a new way. Uh, this show does not happen with the support of without the support of membership. So keep in the loop as soon as we can. Sit tight, guys. Stay higher. Let's do some shout outs here. Yeah, Lou Man. Sounds delicious. Cosmic Kush. I got AK Hydro in Mountain Maine. Cool and fresh in Parma Pharma. Hmm. Mouse. Mouse or Mose Grows in Boston Weeds. What up? Forget about Father Staples and Baked. P-W-N. Father Staples. All right. Uh, stay higher. Dude, take her easy, man. All right. Yeah. 
That ain't happening. <laughs> Peace out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a tube. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out of me. Just look at how he's being paid. Well, don't lock up me.